escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Tonight, allegations of a cover-up as power sector companies trade blame for massive national power failure that left parts of the country without electricity. There's a cover-up as to the real challenge. Look, I've seen statements from WAPCO indicating that their old money by GMPs, I think, has to do with gas transportation charges to the tune of about $14 million dollars. Then it, 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 it's actually mind-boggling in the sense that somebody is not telling the truth. We have the latest as a Ghana gas company declares it has resolved the problem. While rejecting claims, it did nothing to mitigate impact on power-generating companies. This is Top Story with Evans Mensah. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. It was a massive power failure that left huge parts of the country without electricity that sparked the trading of blame amongst the country's power sector companies. Tonight, there are fresh allegations of a cover-up as the power sector players shift blame. The Ghana Gas Company in the last couple of hours has issued a statement insisting the power uh, the problem has been resolved. Uh, more on that shortly as they reject claims it did nothing to mitigate the impact on power generating companies. But first, listen to Dr. Steve Mattel, energy analyst and former chair of the Public Interest and Accountability Committee on the back and forth since the problem emerged. Right. I think it's important that all the players in the energy sector rise up to the uh, respective responsibilities and mandate. And whenever they have challenge, let the rightful player provide the explanation. When I first saw the ECG statement um, indicating that there was, some, there was some challenge with gas flow and therefore they had to share power, I was a bit taken aback reason is that ECG in the value chain is responsible for power distribution. So if there is any challenge arising out of the distribution uh, network, then of course it behoves on GMP, um, ECG to provide the explanation. If the challenge comes from transmission, then of course Gritco provides the explanation. And if the challenge has to do with power generation and associated shortfall, then of course the generation companies, including VRA, ought to provide the explanation. So when you have a distribution company providing explanation as to a challenge in the generation side of things, then of course it, it, it becomes mind-boggling. 
and gives clear indication that something is not just working right. Which is someone is probably not telling us the truth? Yes. It looks like there's a cover-up as to the real challenge. Look, I've seen statements from WAPCO indicating that their old money by GMPs, I think, has to do with gas transportation charges to the tune of about $14 million, for which reason they were curtailing their services in respect of uh, gas transportation. So if then it turns out that there's a, a counter-release indicating that there was no challenge and that uh, there was nothing wrong, then it, 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 it's actually mind-boggling in the sense that somebody is not telling the truth. I'm not too sure who. But if you have each of the players rising up to their respective mandates and responsibilities and providing explanation publicly as to what goes on within their sector, their, their side of the transaction chain, then we are able to have a clearer picture of pain. If CG shouldn't be the one explaining challenges associated with power generation, which has a lot to do with uh, poor supply. Well, we need to get some answers for you. And I don't know about you, Kojo Brace, who's joining me in the studio. I don't know what happened at your residential area on Friday, but many people slept in darkness or by the time they were going to bed, they still had a blackout. Mm. Um, the timelines have actually also become very relevant tonight. But let's start with really what happened. And when this first, you know, hit and, you know, the part it started, it was on Friday, yeah. the first entity to go public, uh, pointing a finger at both the Ghana gas and the West Africa gas pipeline was Greco. Yeah. What did they say in their statement? Well, they said there was a deficit in the thermal power generation due to limited gas supply from both Atwabo gas processing plant mm -hmm. and the West African gas pipeline. That this led to a supply gap of 650 megawatt of power at peak time. So they put the problem yeah. down to limited gas supply, supply from Atwabo. So they are very I, specific. Yeah. And but they the, also the, the, the West Africa gas mm -hmm. pipeline. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's the first time we got to know that something was wrong, and what it was. Yeah. Then we heard from ECG. Yeah. ECG appeared to also corroborate the Gridco line. Sure. Which is what? Now they explained that the blackout was due to quote gas supply challenges emanating from power failure at a trouble gas processing plant, and a Wapco technical challenge. Unquote. Now, the expected power to be restored by 9 p.m. on Friday because Asogli Phase 1 unit, Senpar and AXA plant had all shut down due to the problem. Okay, so this is the first time, very specifically, you had ECG now naming WAPCO and telling us that it was a technical challenge, challenge. there. Yeah. If you go back to what Greco had said, they were very careful in their wording. <laughs> Limited gas, gas supply. supply yes. That implied that there was still some gas coming through yeah. the pipeline, mm -hmm. but it was limited. Limited, yes. Okay. And then you hear ECG say, a, a, a gas supply challenge. challenge. It, could mean, it could mean limited too. Exactly. I mean, there was yeah. a challenge there. Yes. We're not getting what we require. Mm -hmm. But then they are more specific when it comes to WAPCO, mm -hmm. that WAPCO too had a technical challenge. Whereas... In the case of Gridco, they didn't yeah. quite tell us what the problem mm -hmm. was with WAPCO, except mm -hmm. to say there was, was a, a limited gas, gas you know, okay. Mm -hmm. 
Then, of course, on Saturday, we head from WAPCO themselves, sure. responding sure. to this, rejecting mm -hmm. the suggestion that they had any technical challenge. What did they say? Now, they said that they wanted to set their record straight because you know that Gridco and ECGO wanted to pin them down. So yeah. they came in to say that, let's set it straight. They were categorical that they did not have any technical issues and that, quoting them, our facilities were and still are fully available to deliver gas, unquote. They placed their problem squarely at the doorstep of the Ghana Gas Company. They claimed that actually the Ghana Gas plant at Tatobo went down and therefore there was no gas available for WAPCO to transport. They make the point. Yeah. And in the statement, they also say, we, we are just transporters. Exactly. You do your deal. You agree on how much gas you're getting. Mm -hmm. We have the pipeline. We'll deliver it for you. Sure. If your deal goes bad and there's no gas available we can't transport exactly and and if you again there's some small issue there between what they've said and what we've heard from gridco because mm -hmm. they say there was no gas available for wapco to transport no gas no means gas. zero gas zero yes but gridco says limited, limited. gas so gridco was careful to say limited gas which is some gas was coming through but not enough yeah Wapco says, no, make it, that there was zero gas coming through whatsoever. And I've checked with Grico. Grico insists there are limited gas coming through. Mm. And that they stand by their statement that there was issues with the trouble. And, of course, the, the, the West Africa gas pipeline itself has also mm. challenges mm. there. And we know, it's been widely reported, that Wapco actually also had issues with arrears that they are owed. Exactly, yes. And at, at one point, the, the suggestion was that they had actually turned off the valve. Mm -hmm and waited for government to make payment of some $6 million before they open it again. Sure. So this is a running issue. And this latest one with the trouble gas going down mm -hmm. just sort of played into an existing problem. Sure. Sure. Today, the Ghana Gas Company has issued its own statement, admitting, yeah. yes, there was a problem and that it has been fully resolved. But there is that's not the whole story because they also make the point that they, when the thing happened, they didn't just leave the power generating companies to survive by themselves. They, they gave them some mitigating measures. What did they say? Now, Ganaga says the unfortunate situation was caused by an upset of their on-site power generation system, which caused the temporary shutdown, shutdown of their turbo gas processing plant on Friday, 7th July 2023. From And they give a time here. From 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., mm -hmm. this resulted in about 30% reduction in the gas we deliver to our downstream power and non-power customers. Our engineers and third-party contractors worked assiduously around the clock to restore normal operations in five hours. And they add that during the five-hour outage, Ganagas made alternative arrangement for emergency mobile power generation unit to enable natural gas to be transported to various power generation companies okay, so to mitigate the unexpected situation. Words, it, it's not a case that yeah. they had zero gas. Yes. We made alternative, alternative arrangements. Some gas went through the pipeline. Yes. Okay. Now, it says that uh, they would like to reassure the general public that their turbo gas processing plant was restored at 5.30 p.m. on Friday, 7th July 2023, and has since been in full and uninterrupted operation. And, and I find that also interesting mm -hmm. because if you read the ECG statement, yeah. ECG says the assurance they got from WAPCO was that they will resolve this by 9 p.m. on Friday. Mm. Was it from a trouble uh, from, from Ghana Gas? Ghana Gas. That from nine, they will get it at 9 p.m. They'll get, they'll mm. get the supply, the, the challenge will be resolved and as of 9, 9 p.m. For the avoidance of that, this is what ECG said. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, ECG expects power supply to be fully restored by 9 p.m. Mm. today. That's okay. what they were expecting mm -hmm. 
partner that they've received, the Ghana National Gas Company has assured that it will resolve the issue as soon as possible. Mm. And they're mm. going to say, we expect that power resort at 9 p.m. 9 PM. And mm. as you read for Ghana Gas, Ghana Gas says this was resolved um, by 5.30 p.m. on Friday. This has been resolved. It has been resolved. You know, which means that the, the, the gas would have been opened again, yeah, exactly. going through the pipelines. Mm. And yet, mm. at a 10, mm. many people reported they didn't we have even have had one of our colleagues who had left home to, to be here to work on some yeah. story. That's where I got to know that. Yeah, and, and, and we've heard from Dr. C. Matiela suggesting that there is possibly some cover-up happening mm. here on the matter. Sure. Uh, let's bring in Enes Kofi Owusu Bempa, uh, who is the head of corporate communications, joins us on the telephone line uh, right now with some more clarity on sure. this matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Owusu Bempa, thank you very much um, for your time here on Top Story. Uh, do I have you on the line, sir? Hello, Mr. Owusu Bempa. Well, I may have lost him there. We'll try and uh, get him back on the telephone line uh, and get some clarity on, on what really happened because mm. of the challenges we know yeah. when it comes to Dumso. But I also have with me Dr. Steve Matea, mm. who had, who had made the, raised the uh, possibility of a cover-up. He joins us now. Uh, Dr. Matea, thanks for your time. Pleasure to be on your We're just reading the Ghana Gas statement that also just came up, um, and they suggest that this problem has been resolved. It was resolved as at 5.30 p.m. on Friday they had put in place mitigating measures to ensure that some gas goes through uh, for the uh, companies. You, this latest statement, what, what, what do you make of it? Considering that you've suggested already uh, that there is some cover-up, Ghana Gas says, yes, we had an upset uh, of our on-site power generation system. Do you accept that as an explanation? Well, um, let me say that all that is happening um, it's akin to what happens in the kindergarten when one of the children fouls the air and all of them begin to point fingers at each other. For me, what is most disappointing uh, is the silence of the PURC on, on this matter. We are yet to hear from the PRC, but let me put on record that PRC is the independent arbiter responsible for the protection of consumer interest and to ensure that we get the best of service. So if there's been this major challenge in the sector they oversee, and how many hours now, they are yet to tell us everything, the consumers they protect, they are yet to tell us everything, then for want of a better expression, I would say the PURC is sleeping on the job. Let me say again that this industry is highly segmented. We have the generation companies, we have the transmitter, and then we have the distributor. And each player is responsible for their own segment and mandate in the sector. Now, from all the who will put out the explanation as to how, why they are not able to generate enough power. They have a chamber. When it came to dema- demanding their pound of flesh, their chamber rose up to the occasion. If they are failing in the performance of the uh, side of the bargain, they should come out and tell us. VRA is also one of the major players there. We haven't heard from GRA. Uh, I mean VRA. And then we have the transmission companies who will only transmit when the power is generated, and a distribution company who will only distribute when the power is transmitted to it, providing explanation on a challenge that is really an upstream challenge. 
it, it has not really inspired public confidence. Yeah, I mean, and when things like this happen, you want to see the regulator stepping in immediately to provide some credible explanation as to what is happening. Stay with me, Dr. Simatel, because I've just been joined by the head of corporate communications at the uh, Ghana Gas Company, um, the, Mr. NSO Supempa. Mr. Supempa, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Hello, Mr. Bempa. He joins us on Zoom now. Hello, sir. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, he doesn't. If we can, if we can unmute, if you're muted, so we could hear you. Okay. Uh, hopefully, he can uh, he can hear us later, so we can also hear him because we need to get to the bottom of what really what happened. They appear to own uh, the problem that happened, leading to blackout, uh, according uh, across this the country and in your homes as well. Hello, Mr. Bempa. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, let's uh, try and. Uh, and I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, fantastic. So tell me, um, I've seen your statement in which you say this was due to an upset of an on-site power generation system uh, causing a temporary shutdown of a turbo gas plant on the 7th of July and, and that you made some alternative arrangement. From what I've, I've heard, this is not the first time this has happened. What really is the problem? Hello, even stomach again. Because there is noise here, I can't hear you properly. Sorry about that. No problem. I'm trying to drive down to the actual reason why we had the challenge. You talked about an upset of an on-site power generation system. Um, the players in the sector say this has been recurring. Is there a real challenge with the plant, which is leading to this recurring problem? Um, basically, Evans, it's, uh, it's just... Um, a generational problem. Um, we have a power system at a trouble processing plant, and that power system is basically uh, tripped. We have an upset with our power system, which help us to get power on site uh, to to just process the whole the whole processing plant. So it's got nothing to do with the processing plant. It was just a upset, up, an upset on the the generation system or the power system within uh, the actual processing plant. You also state when in the statement so that... It's got absolutely got nothing to do with... It's got nothing to do with uh, the gas processing plant. You don't have a redundant power generating system for the plant? Hello? Do you or do you not have a redundant power generating system for your plant? A plant as important and critical such as yours must surely have one of those. Of course. I mean, it's got nothing to do with uh, whether we have a backup plant or not. It's just one of those systems. It just goes off. Sometimes it's just it's just one of those things. It's a machine and anything can happen. You you cannot just say that you can, you're going to blame it on, on, on anything. It's a system and it just tripped sometimes. It's just a generator system that can trip. So we cannot just take our neck and say that it's, it's a deliberate uh, problem. It's just something that happened. So uh, our engineers quickly resolved the problem. And we're back online and we're working. The processing plant is working and everything is on point at the moment. You say that when this happened, you made alternative arrangements for emergency mobile power generation units to enable natural gas to be transported. WAPCO says when your plant shut down, 
There was no gas available for WAPCO to transport. That challenges this position that you had an alternative arrangement. Is that, um, Evans, come again. I can't hear you properly. WAPCO says there was no gas available for them to transport when your plant went down. You say in your statement you made alternative arrangements that led to the uh, natural natural gas going through some of your uh, of your generating companies. The WAPCO statement contradicts directly that claim you make in your statement. Well, I don't know about WAPCO. I'm not speaking for WAPCO. I'm speaking for Ghana Gas, and these are the facts that was brought to bear by my engineers, and I'm just giving it to the Ghanaian public. There's nothing about WAPCO, uh, the statement by Ghana Gas contradicting what WAPCO is saying. All that we're saying is that we had an alternative arrangements. Immediately, there was an upset on site, and we were able to arrange for that to come up immediately. The, the, that, that problem happened. How much gas then did you transport using this alternative arrangement? Yeah. Well, I can't give you details at the moment. You you, you know because of your your cherished uh, viewers. That's why I gave you that opportunity. At the moment, where I am, I can't give you details unless maybe later on. Wapco transports the gas that you generate for the generating companies, and they are clear that it had nothing coming through the pipes from you. Well, Israel, you know that we have uh, what we call sangulate pine and we have uh, a reverse flow. You are aware of that? You are aware that a combination of uh, uh, Sankofa, Jubilee and Tain together gives us about 350 mi million scarves and it's got nothing to do with workflow. That's why we, we intended that when we came into power, we did what we call the reverse flow, transporting gas from the Western Enclave to the Eastern Enclave to supply power. So it is clear that transporting power from the Western Enclave to Eastern Enclave through the reverse flow has got nothing to do with WAPCO uh, and anything to do with WAPCO. If West African gas pipeline is not transporting gas, we are at least doing about maybe 150 to 200 uh, million scars to the Eastern Enclave for power generation. And this was clear. The engineers have made it clear. So I don't know where, is, where this is coming from. This problem that occurred on, on Friday, what's the measure that has been put in place to ensure it doesn't happen again? Well, I mean, it's a generator. Do you have a generator at home and anything can happen? I mean, it's just one of those technical hitches and it's just not deliberate. We will resolve that. And we've resolved it. The engineers have said that it's not going to happen again. Uh, thank you very much. That's uh, Nessa Usubempa. Joining me right now is a ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee, Mr. Janapo. Mr. Janapo, so you've heard the, uh, the spokesperson for Ghana guy said this won't happen again uh, on the back of the back and forth we've seen over the weekend. Your reaction? Well, I'm very surprised because the plant is designed to have a backup generator. And so if the generator that supplies power to the plant goes off automatically, uh, a backup generator ought to pick up and deliver power because energy supply is so critical. I think that this calls for investigations by the regulator 
and the Ministry of Energy. How come one generator goes off and the entire plant has to be shut down? It's unacceptable. In this industry, power supply is very, very critical. Moreover, the power supplied to the turbo gas processing plant is independent of the national grid. Indeed, the national grid is even a backup. And so I'm surprised that with all those backup plants, the entire facility shuts down. Uh, you asked a critical question. When we were designing this whole gas infrastructure, the ideal situation was for ENI Sankofa to tie in with Ghana Gas so that the two meet at a conjunction and then ENI can also supply. So even without Ghana Gas, it should be possible for some huge volumes of gas to come from the Sankofa field. So I'm surprised that we lost that amount of power of more than 600. But more importantly, is the level of honesty and integrity when it comes to this sector. When all the industry players, Gridco, ECG, Ghana Gas, appears to be giving conflicting information, and then West Afghan Gas Pipeline, which is not an organization of the state or government, comes in to rebut some of these assertions and claims, it gives a lot of worry, and we get very, very disturbed. Because WAPCO claims that their pipelines were available and that they could have evacuated whatever excess gas that ENI would want to flow through to the West. Which means that in a well-functioning, proper, integrated power gas system, a lot of the plants in the West would have picked up and immediately come on board. So clearly, something is amiss. Something is not working well. And I wish to call for an impartial investigation. Why you do this is to identify the lapses so that you can put in place corrective measures. So going forward, we do not have a repeat of some of these issues. But finally, it also tells you that gas is very critical and that we are consuming the gas. The problem is that the value chain in terms of the collections and the cash waterfall mechanism is not working. And so recently... (coughs) West African Gas Pipeline has had to shut down their plant, the pipeline, because the gas that has been flown through that pipeline, the industry players are unable to pay them. And that, for me, is very worrying. Um, you mentioned that this needs to be looked into. You mentioned the regulator. Um, you, I, I presume you're talking about a PURC here. I'm surprised that they haven't said anything about this since it happened and many consumers were left sleeping in darkness, at least some of them by the time they were going to bed, the power was not back on. I am very surprised because this information must not even come from the industry players in terms of those who have commercial interests. It is the regulator. The regulator should inform us as customers what is actually happening. It is because all of us cannot regulate this sector. That is why we established the PURC. And so I would have expected that by now, the PRC would have given some information and even informed us that some investigation has kicked in. It's very unusual of the PRC, and I get very, very worried with these developments. You, you support the theory uh, thrown up by Dr. C. Mattel that there may be a cover-up here? Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when there's so much inconsistency. Everybody seems to be singing from a different hymn book. WAPO comes to deny those assertions and allegations. And we are told that it's because of a power trip 
No, it doesn't add up. I've been in this sector for quite some time, and I can tell you that based on my experience, there's something amiss. We are not being told the entire truth. And Dr. Simatia, very briefly, I mean, what, what really will be the uh, reason why these, these state agencies, with the exception of WAPCO, will cover up anything? Well, um, um, even Sam, I listened carefully to your interview with Kanaga's rep, and um, I'm even scandalized um, on hearing that WAPCO has nothing to do with this um, um, challenge. Uh, let me explain that the West African Ghana gas is able to evacuate gas only to the Western power enclave. The call has been put on hold. To get Please gas in power enclave, our part of the country will require WAPO. WAPO provides a transportation facility through a reverse flow mechanism. So indeed, if there is no gas from Ghana gas coming through, there is nothing that WAPO can transport to the Eastern enclave. So Ghana, uh, WAPO has everything to do with the unavailability of power, especially to the Eastern Enclave, Accra Terma area. So the inconsistency for me uh, emphasizes the suspicion about a potential cover-up. Now, I still want to say that the PRC hasn't risen to the ACE mandate to protect us as consumers. They are sleeping on the job. Dr. Matiao, thank you very much. And Dr. Steve Matiao there is the uh, former chair of the Public Interest and Accountability Committee and an energy analyst. You had the uh, ranking on the Mines and Energy Committee and earlier you had the uh, spokesperson for the Ghana Gas Company. If you're one of those affected uh, over the weekend when this uh, power challenge occurred, please let me hear from you. 055 You've heard from all the players. What do you make of it? Newsnight starts right now.